Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ. And I'm here with the man whose voice is like a present that I get to open every time I hear it. Jordan, how are you? Uh, that was sweet. I'm just blowing in the wind, jingle belling, and you'll tie it in. You know what I mean? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I was okay until that terrible oh, pun. Uh, hey, man. Hey, hey, it's working. Hey, I got a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. What is the worst Christmas present you ever got? Worst Christmas present I ever got? Yeah. Oh, um, that's really hard. That's really, really hard. Worst Christmas present I've ever gotten. You know, I don't think I have, like, just a terrible Christmas present. Really? Really? Really. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I hate to you. like, I hate to like be a be a buzzkill and be like okay, okay. none. Yeah, um, well, welcome, listeners. TJ's better than all of us. Um, so no. Oh well, you know what? Well, you know here what? It comes, here That's it comes. a lie. Here That's a lie. I, okay. It was it was around Christmas one year mm-hmm. that my mother told me that I had to start paying for my car. Keep in mind, it was a car that she got me without telling me she was going to uh, get me. So, this is the car you're driving right now. Yep, it's the only car I've ever owned. That hey, that car is paid off. I'm gonna ride it till the wheels fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Tucson, right? It's a 2008 Hyundai Tucson, 2007, yeah. 2007 Hyundai Tucson, close to 200,000 miles on her. Nice. But I will say, whenever I was selling cars there for a minute, you helped me sell a lot of Tucsons. Because Cause you would tell people how I mistreated that car. Yeah, I was like, how I, I like, didn't take care of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, my best friend beats this car like it owes him money and drove it all the way up, you know, to Pittsburgh, and it's still kicking and stuff. They're like, oh no shit. I'm like, yeah, you know. So, um, okay. So worst Christmas present was when you had to start. It was it a was bill a gift of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, it was a bill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a bill on all counts. <laughs> <laughs> Why you sound like Randy Newman when you did that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I always thought Randy Newman voiced that fucking piece of paper. Um, all right, yeah, no. So mine was uh, my. I'm, I'm not going to name them, although they'll probably know. And actually, I, th- I think I think this was made known to them previously because they stopped doing it after a while. But I had an aunt and uncle every year, dude. They would they would get us. Um, like all the the uh, uh, all the nieces and nephews and shit like that, and the family, they would get us these like off brand like uh, uh, dollar store. I'm not I'm not disparaging. I'm just saying like like these like uh, knockoff like uh, uh, little plastic toys or like spy kits or like fucking 
mm-hmm, stationary mm-hmm. sets and stuff like that. And it's like, and it's like, dude, why even like, <laughs> you don't have to get us anything. Like, it's clear. You're like, oh shit, we got to get him something. You know, let's get everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this thing. Um, so it became like a running, a running gag for a while that, um, that, uh, every time we would open from, from, from them, we're like, Oh, you know, I, I, you know, I bet it's this and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it stopped after a while. So that, that kind of sucked. There, there was some instances, I've been a pretty terrible gift giver in the past. So I'm sure if someone were ever asked this question, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, Oh, this one year fucking Jordan got me this thing. Um, but I I was actually kicked out of my secret Santa group in high school because <laughs> because, because every year every, every year I would give them uh, I would make paper plate bean shakers. Um, you know what I'm talking you about? Wouldn't. Like, yeah, every year, every year. Uh, so I mean, here I was Jesus bitching about my, my yeah. Here I was bitching about my aunt and uncle, and now it's like, oh shit. At least I they went to the goddamn the store. Shit, but my, I made mine, you know. And some some, man, some people got lima beans. Some people got black eyed peas. Some people got you know. And they all sound different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I would draw little pictures on them and stuff like that. You know, yeah. So I was just I was I was doing on paper plate bean shakers like a man. Son I'm of glad a bitch. I didn't know you. I'd be like, <laughs> get this fool out of my face! <laughs> God damn it! And then my dad, my dad would always say every single present he would open, dude. He would always say, "Oh, it's a box of rocks, a box of rocks, a box of rocks." You know what I mean? Like all all the time, every every get together, every you know what I mean. And that that even permeated into like his birthday and shit like that. Box of rocks, box of rocks, you know. And one year I just <laughs> I got him a fucking box of rocks. And and he opened it and he was so pissed and hurt at the same time. <laughs> Do you know? Uh I mean I got him like another gift too. That was actually the year I got him a pocket knife that he still he still uses to this day. Okay, but I, I was about to say, yeah, you better, you better get, you better get a gag gift and a real gift. Yeah, yeah, look. yeah. And then, but the boxer rocks thing it was like, you know, um, I, I mean, I, I, I thought it was funny, but I don't know. Way. See, like, <laughs> you, you know that one of the few things that I hang my hat on that I will say I'm really good at is giving gifts. Yeah, no, you are, you are, you, 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 you are a good gift giver. I mean, I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good gift giver. Two, I guess. I just think I've I've had I've had plenty of fumbles in my uh, in my days on this earth. Oh no, it's just all about paying attention. It's all about paying attention to the thing that the person says that they really want. Because normally, yeah. like people say that they want something and then they instantly forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh yeah, man, that'd be really nice to have this thing." I had a friend uh, at high school, uh, and she knows who she is. Uh, I was the best man in her wedding, um, and she. Uh, she she told me and one of my other friends one time, she's like, I really wish that I could go see Trans-Siberian Orchestra, right? This was mm-hmm. back in the day when we were in high school. We ain't got nobody's Trans-Siberian Orchestra money, right? Um, but uh, the next best thing was, like, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra box set because it had all the CDs, but it also had a DVD of, like, their performance and stuff like that, right? But every record store and every place I went didn't have a Trans-Siberian Orchestra box set, right? So I did the next best thing. I just got a box. <laughs> I printed out all the pictures from all the albums that I 
and I glued them around the box and I got every album and the DVD separately and put them in the box. And I said, here's your Trans-Siberian Orchestra box set. Son of a bitch. All Man, it takes is got, like that, it's that little, it's that little extra step. You That's got all Santa's workshop in your heart, kid. <laughs> you, got, you got the spirit of Christmas 365. I mean, like um, legit, it's just about like, it's just about listening and being like, what's a thing that they won't get themselves, right? Yeah. And the, and I will say that I have often been told that I'm difficult to get gifts for because I won't tell anybody what I want. I'll just get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I kind of have that problem too. Um, I, I don't know. You let it slip. You let your shit slip. There's, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's a couple of things, but there, there is like, if it's something that I really want, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get, it. if it's something I really want, I'm going to fixate on it for way too long than I probably mm-hmm. should. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. As you figure out a way to, to get it. Yeah, as you were kind enough to point out the other day, um, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, if this fool ain't reading me, uh, I'll tell you what the worst gift I think anybody could get anybody though, in my opinion. You want to hear it? what? Uh, it's uh, uh, like a like a deviled egg platter or like a like a <laughs> some kind of serving dish, because mm. to me it suggests like when I come over to your house, you better serve me this shit. In this fancy stuff. <laughs> it's almost like a gift for that person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I will say there there was the worst gift I ever got for Christmas was one Christmas I got no gift. And I had gotten every <laughs> I mean, of course okay. <laughs> I mean and I was and again this was in the this was in the phase where I was really big about getting everyone gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I got everyone else in the house a gift, right? Mm-hmm. And I was the person who would stay up late on Christmas Eve to wrap everything. And I'd watch PBS and watch the Christmas specials on PBS. Uh, and then, like, I'd roll over, and in the morning, they'd have, like, Michael McDonald singing, Ain't no mountain high enough. And I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Um, but, yeah, one year, like, everyone else got a gift, and I was like, oh, y'all didn't get me nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> was that, like, a, was that a conscious choice? or? Uh, so my family... I would say that my family has like vacillated on the intensity of Christmas. And I like, I've always known that part of it was tied to, to money. Right. And so very quickly it, it went from my sister and I both getting gifts. Like we would get one big gift. Right. And then we'd get like smaller gifts. Right. Uh, my first Christmas gift ever was a basketball. Um, excuse the, the popping on my end. Those are the pipes from my furnace turning on. Um, uh, that I can't control. It's just like it's you want to be hot now. You got the workshop warming up, <laughs> right? But you know, the first the first Christmas gift I ever got was a basketball, right. uh, and, and I was like, okay. The second Christmas gift I ever got was a Super Nintendo, and it's just been like downhill from there, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it quick uh, it quickly became, and since my birthday is in February and my sister's birthday is in March, it, it became really difficult for them to. You know, to for them to say, okay, we're going to get you a big thing this this month, and then in two months we're going to get you another big thing. You know what I mean? Right. Followed by someone else, another big thing. And my sister's born five days after me, but she's older. But her birthday is five days after mine. Um, so it quickly became like we started getting group gifts. Like me and my sister would both get a gift that we would share. So like one year we got a VCR a TV that was a VCR and DVD combo. You remember those? Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, so we had to share that, and it was like a big fight over whose room the TV lived in and all this other nonsense. Uh, one year, uh, 
I remember we each we got ourselves a separate phone line, so we each got telephones to go in our room, uh-huh. <laughs> like really practical things. But right. then, like it quickly became where that sort of spirit. And I think part of it kind of had to do with like just the, the the degradation of the family unit around that time. My my mom and my stepdad were arguing a lot more, so like gift giving wasn't necessarily like in the spirit of. Um, birthday parties were like less. My 16th birthday, I woke up and it was a leap year, right? Because I'm born on leap year and I woke up and I was all excited and stuff like that. And my mom, she walks into the living room and she's like, why are you awake so early? And she just keeps walking. Mm -hmm. And my sister comes in. She's like, happy birthday. My mom's like, holy shit. (laughs) Um, But like, like looking back on it, at the time I was hurt. Looking back and I'm like, you know, they were going through their own shit, right? Uh, So, um, but yeah, the the gift giving thing is just something that I I was like, if I'm if anything, I'm going to be the sole carrier of this thing. And then it became about gifts for my nieces and nephews. So we would get gifts for them, and I would wrap those right. And they would have gifts. Uh, they would have Christmas at my sister's house, then Christmas at our house. And then uh, when my other niece was born and she lived with us, like it was all about gifts for her, and that that kind of kicked things back up. Um, but yeah, and then it, it, you know, for a long time, it was just me asking my mom, especially after she got divorced, so like, what do you want for Christmas? And she'd be like, well, I'm, I really, she'd always want movies. So I'd always just get her movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it's always been like, I'm a huge proponent of, I enjoy watching other people open their gifts and know that I thought about them. And <clears> for <throat> the most part, nine times out of 10, that's like enough for me. Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten. With that one out of ten, you want to be like, <laughs> Sometimes that shit hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, God uh, damn it. I just want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did all this shit. <laughs> you can't rap nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all keep this up. Next year, it's going to be the, the exact damn same thing. I'm, I'm going to show back up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to reset my expectations. <laughs> Oh man! Well, um, I'm excited. <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't mean to bring a downer. No, no, I, 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 I am excited for our little gift exchange, our little FaceTime gift exchange. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one gift that I'm not gonna get you that I really considered. Hmm. Uh, if you why the fuck the would day. you do that? Because I'm not gonna get you this gift, and I thought because the more I thought about it, the more I was like, he'd be like, the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I was like, I don't know if he'll like it or not, right? This is this is the hesitation of the gift giver in me, right? Mm-hmm. It was a belt buckle, right? This mm-hmm. remember I asked you, do you wear belt buckles? Mm-hmm. It's a belt buckle that you and can that was flip a loaded open. question. You probably didn't yeah. expect to be so loaded, yeah, right? That you can flip open, and then it has a little circle in it, and then the bottom of and the top of the belt buckle becomes a base, so you can put your beer in your belt buckle. Oh, you don't have to hold it. Yeah, I, mean, I would wear the shit out of that. I mean, don't, don't, don't go back. I mean, you know, stick to your guns and whatnot. I mean, you know, I don't want you to back backpedal and be like, oh, now I gotta get it for him. No, no, I'd absolutely wear that. I'd put, I'd put all kinds of shit on there, man. You know, I'm just, just well, my, I, I got concerned about three things. One is like, okay, if how, like, how is the metal right? Um, like yeah. the what's the what's the quality of the metal? What happens if the hinge mechanism breaks and then, you know, because it's, it's like such a novelty gift. Right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And the third thing was like, 
did, I was like, how how much more redneck can Jordan be? I don't want to shove him into hillbilly yeah. land. Well, like, <laughs> it's like the you last just thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, because then you have literally no reason to wear a shirt, right? Yeah, you just no, have this belt buckle on. <laughs> you open the door, you got a beer sitting at sitting at belly button, like yeah. just like what's up? No, <laughs> yeah. no, you bring a good point. I don't want to dance with that devil. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I hold that belt buckle and I hear the faint like. It's it was coming. a concern. It's it was a legit concern. No, you're right. Like, you're right. It's yeah. so cu- like the thing was so country. Was yeah. Like, yeah. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate. I appreciate you keeping my pH scale on balance. Um, yeah, and I because I because I just got the, that brand new pair of boots, you know, and it's like see, you know, I, th- I, I was think, like you you, you three accoutrements away from being a kicker, and I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No. Good. Good. Uh, Good call on that one, man. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And matter of fact, I should probably stay the fuck away from shit like that. No, I think about it. I'm going to try to have that be something I don't fixate on. Next time you see me, I'm like, TJ, look at all these beer-holding belt buckles I got. <laughs> got one of silver, yeah. gold, platinum, bronze, pewter, yeah. copper. Yeah. Well, I mean, man, if there's one thing this year, it's like, you know, I mean, and it's always been a part of my personality. You know what I mean? To fixate on, on, on some shit. But especially with this year, it's like, you know, just everyone being at home and everything. It's like, what? you know, like I just got more time, I feel, to fixate on something. Yeah. But yeah. then less you know, time because work work seems to be more difficult in this new way. Of doing. So, I don't know, it's, it's, it's strange. It is strange. It is strange. And, you know, I think it's great, the, the idea of fixating on stuff and, like, the desire to want things, which is something that's inherent and how that, how that manipulates sort of behavior. Because that's kind of like... A huge part of this week's movie, Klaus, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, um, I'm glad that we started talking about, like, best and wor- like, uh, worst Christmas gifts. I have a question for you, though. What's what up? is the one thing that, like, you were like, I'm going to ask Santa for this thing, and this is going to, like, prove that he is real? Because I think every kid has this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, was, what, was the, what was the moment for you where you're like, I'm going to ask Santa for this one outrageous thing? For years, I wanted a fucking reindeer, um, and then it it morphed into. Did you have a backyard? Huh? Did you have a backyard? Yeah, I did have a backyard. This is before we got the pool put in too, so that motherfucker would have plenty of room to run around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was always because I remember. Uh, so there were a few there were a few stories that uh, my mom would read us. On Christmas time, one of them is one that that, that I have, and then I read to my kids. It's a it, it's a, the night before Christmas, but it's like a pop up book thing, mm-hmm. and you can like fuck around with all the different. You know, it's one of those pop up books, like those old school pop up books. That's like they have the shit. tabs and stuff. Yeah, like, it's like a mechanism and shit like that. Uh, so there's that, and then uh, the Polar Express. Uh, and I remember before uh, it became that crappy movie. Yeah, like and the one that I don't really remember too much of. Uh, I remember Tom Hanks's eyes scaring the shit out of me because um, they twinkle. Yeah, uh, but it was when that dude gets that he gets that bell. Do you know what I mean? Or that little that little jingle bell thing. And I was always like, man, if Santa could just like forget a mitten or something like that, you know, in mm-hmm. my house, it was always for, for like the Santa stuff. And to answer to fully answer your question to prove he was real. 
and I was I was seeking them out for a while. You know what I mean? Because there was a certain time where where it was all questionable and shit like that. I remember a daycare, another fucking daycare story. Uh, this this boy Eric talking about how like you know, for he was the first person I heard from about Santa not being real and stuff. And I was like, <gasps> you know, like I couldn't believe it. So after that, I was like, man, you know, trying to stay up, trying to you know set traps for his ass and shit like that, trying to get him. But uh, but yeah, I was always asking for it. Was I wanted a reindeer for a while, um, and then uh, I wanted um, just like a piece of like the North pole of like his sled or something. And I would write that shit in my notes. I was like, Hey man, if you can bring me like a, like a fucking, you know what I mean? Anything, you know, could be a bell, could be a, a fucking, you know, frying pan you use up there. I don't know. <laughs> said frying yeah, <laughs> just, just Give me a nice used season yeah. cast iron Santa bring, Claus. Yeah. <laughs> bring me like a, bring me a piece of, bring me a piece of your, of your pie. You know what I mean? Like bring me like a, like a piece of, 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 of what you got going on. So uh, give me was, an elf hat. Yeah. I want it to smell like slave that. labor. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was, that, that was my thing because we did the Santa. I mean, Santa gifts were big, but like parents gifts were, were bigger. Do you know mm. what I mean? They wanted you to know, no, motherfucker. Yeah, we did that. That's how we did. Now, granted, the Santa's gifts were still big, so it was like we would, we got, we got two. You know what I mean, like big gifts and stuff like that. And then I had a little sister, so even long after I, you no. know what I mean, yeah, I, I still got to you know play the game and win the prizes and shit like that until until she stopped because they knew it's like, well, shit. And I remember having that conversation. My parents being like, oh, look, motherfucker, like you know. You know, you you know the score now, but like you got to keep it up for your sister. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh man, I I still get a gift even though I don't believe in stuff." And I was like, "What is Christmas magic?" You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was so. Yeah, long answer, but but yeah, that was my that was my thing. What about you? Uh, well, remember that my mom told me from the jump that like, ain't no man coming down your mm. chimney and give you shit. So like, I never yeah. wrote, I never wrote Santa a letter. Oh, I so, mean, I wouldn't. So she hit you I, with I that sco- early. Oh, bruh, bruh. I mean, remember, I didn't have my first like real Christmas till I was six. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. So yeah. like, it's not like <laughs> it's like because how do you explain that? Because by yeah. six you remember shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she she would say that as like a. Um, my mother, uh, when you meet her, you will understand why I get literally every part of myself from, uh, (laughs) she's the first one to be like, shit, nah, that ain't how it is, you know? Um, but so she would tell me that when I was little, but then she would do this weird thing where she'd be like, let's have to know what you want. Like, tell me what you want Santa to get you. I'm like. If you don't get out of my face, which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so you know, we tell her, and then they do the thing where, first off, I, I have always woken up early, like my entire life, and my parents would not bless their heart. You know, that's the southern, that's the southern like yeah. boo child. Mm-hmm. Um, they would wake up at like seven to try to sneak gifts into the house. I'm up. I'm awake. Like I'm fake lying in bed, just like hearing them talk, hearing them argue. I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, but the, so I never, I never asked him for anything weird. I would say though, 
even though my mom told me Santa was a re- wasn't real, I was obsessed with the Santa tracker that would come on TV. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that uh, the, was like the, the NORAD Santa tracker. Like, yeah. where is he? Where is he in the Earth right now? I would I be obsessed that. with that thing. And I'd be like, Santa's passing over right now. Mm-hmm. Nope, there's nothing here. Right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, strangely, strangely obsessed with that. And then also I became like obsessed with like this. I, I remember this like short cartoon clip and I wish I could find it. It's like Santa's from all around the world. Right. And like it was this. Uh, it showed how Santa like delivered gifts differently into each country. And I just remember specifically the Santa in Africa was this skinny, skinny black dude still with a beard, right? Like running, like (laughs) running (laughs) with a big old bag of gifts, like just hopping from house to house. And I was like, what? (laughs) Is Santa a shapeshifter? (laughs) What kind of, you know, Babu Yaga bullshit is this? So, yeah, um, I will say that I, I, I still held out hope that Santa was real, even though my mom told me he wasn't. Yeah. Still held out hope. And then, you know, I had a whole explanation. Oh, he makes fireplaces appear if you don't have a fireplace, just so he can yeah. come in. Yeah, the we whole did entire that. thing. We had the little, uh, the key, the, the Santa key. You remember, you hear about that? You don't even fuck with that key. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, my grandma, uh, had one and cause they didn't have a, a chimney and they're like, yeah, we put this key out for him. And it's like a, it was like this big old gold key that had like Christmas, you know, ribbon. I mean, it was thrown in the box, all the Christmas decorations, but it was like, yeah, you know, it's for people who don't have chimneys. So Santa can get into your house and shit like that. <laughs> Motherfucker, Jesus. tell me I didn't take that key and try to break into every goddamn store in the city <laughs> did you really <laughs> yeah dude because i thought it was like i thought it was i was like oh shit well if he can get into here because the way it was explained to me it was like oh there's a key santa can get in any house with this key you know i was like oh shit you know so, man, santa can get in any house not not jordan i got, I got well, i did not know you know klepto I mean? jordan that key would come out i'd be rubbing my hands together like oh man i'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna freaking this <laughs> jesus <laughs> So yeah, I'd sneak out and I'd grab that key and, and, and fucking, you know, run around, run around town, run around my street. I'm glad, I'm glad I found you on this side of the tracks because I would have been looking at you been like, don't get your ass hit by the train. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't when I, I, was, I was, I was still pretty young. I couldn't imagine running around with the cats. I used to run around and be like, hey, what'd you bring? I got the Santa key that'll let us in anything. Man, get. if you don't shut no. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. But yeah, man, we, it was, it was, uh, it was that. And then. I know when, so when, when, when my sister discovered it, you know, as I guess kids, like they just naturally, I guess they have questions or whatever. And, but then I think most of it comes from like other kids and shit like that. Um, when my sister started not, not believing it anymore, I think we had like a year, like, you know, my parents could feel like flatlining and shit like that. And they're like, Oh man, you know, we got about a year and then they were like, okay, but like, the spirit of Santa and like, you know, he's real, but like we help him out and shit like that. And that didn't last for very long. I think that's the saddest part, right? Is like, Mm -hmm. you can feel when that entire sort of, when that magic is like slipping, right? 
and then but then that's when you rely on like traditions and and sure. and like then it becomes about like this 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 the the joy that you kind of make for yourself and i you know i think that that is uh that has actually kind of fueled my my uh my desire to be like i need to get like the good gift or i need to make christmas cards or i need to do stuff like that right just because i think that there's so much to be said about looking forward to a day, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then I feel like the older you get, the less days you have to look forward to, right? And I and that, I didn't mean to sound like super depressing, but I mean like it's not. It's, I'm not like at the age of 32 being like, "Ooh, I can't wait till next Thursday because next Thursday is gonna be," you know what I mean? You, you you start yeah, looking I at guess. like Fuck, what dude, is the but, but but you start looking at like you start looking at like what is the work that is necessary to make that thing happen sure right sure so when it whenever someone is just like hey I put in you, you start to appreciate the I, the value of like time and effort and so when someone else puts forth time and effort even if just for like five minutes like you get to release all the other bullshit that you did and you're like hey man like I look forward like I, I didn't know I was looking forward to being thought of. And now I'm super glad that you thought of me. So, I mean, cause it, 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 at the end of the day, that's basically what it is. Like the whole idea of Santa as a kid is like, did I do enough to be seen as worthy right. <laughs> of worthy of something? Right. And for someone to just be like, Hey, no matter what you think you've done, you are worthy of something. And here's like a little celebration of you. All right. Yeah, you took us on a whole journey there, buddy. Man, um, I mean, hey, this mind is a scary I'm place gonna, to live, and I stay here twenty four seven. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. I really hope you have a talk show one day, and I hope <laughs> my ass is never a guest on that son of a. Why? <laughs> because you'll be asking some hard hitting questions and saying some shit. It's like you can just probably see like the joy leave their face and then like yeah, shit. <laughs> he's fucking right i don't i don't look forward to goddamn anything anymore <laughs> and then you and then you talk about it and you see the joy kind of come back you know kind of like when violet Beauregard was chewing that fucking gum you know and you see your face color change and it's like hey here it comes oh no it's fading again oh there it is oh no it's fading again that would be exhausting as a motherfucker Man. No, I'm, I'm just being I real. I never. Mean, I'll come to every. Look, it, I'll come to every taping. I'll. I'll. I'll shit, man. I'll work on the motherfucker. <laughs> but you won't. But be I the will kid. never sit next to you answering your your fucking jackassy questions like that. <laughs> I mean, like, like, think about it. What, like, like, <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. The fuck away. <laughs> like, it's like the idea of like, think of like surprise parties, right? Why are surprise parties parties so desired? <laughs> Why are surprise parties so desired by people, right? Because it's like you didn't have to put in any work, and someone's like, "Guess what? I recognize that this is your day, and I'm giving you all of this, right? Yeah. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. That's basically what Christmas is. Like I recognize you, and I'm giving you all of this. This is a celebration of you. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is this is, this, so, is I mean, this is your piece of Christmas. This right. Is your, this is your little Christmas piece. This is your this is your piece of the crag, as it were. Yeah, uh, let me tell you the surprise that? part. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> From guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good. <laughs> I will say surprise parties are hard as hell to throw. So, yeah, no, they are. They really are. 
they, yeah, they're so tiring. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I got a lot of folks. Shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Shit. Yeah. And then <laughs> I've, I've, I've thrown a couple, and I've also been a part of many, and like the majority of, of them, they all, people always know about them, at least on my side anyway. I think Here's the people get fucking drunk and talk. What? Well, I, I, I don't, no one, so <laughs> someone has tried to throw a surprise party for me once, and I got spoiled by the person who was supposed to take me to their house. Um, <laughs> they were my they were my doormate, and they were like, "Hey, what do you want to do today?" TJ I was like, "I don't know. I just kind of want to stay here and like watch movies." And he was like, "All right, cool." Completely forgetting that he was supposed to be like, "No, let's go to our friend's house." <laughs> he had one motherfucking job. <laughs> uh, and I also think that I, I think that I would be really hard to throw a surprise party for because you know me, I ask too many questions. Hey, what? Why? What are we doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, you're like my damn kid. At some point, I just gotta, I just gotta give you the silent treat. They're like, just, just don't, don't, don't humor him. At one point, he'll stop asking so many questions. The only thing that I have ever, the only thing someone has ever surprised me with was taking me to Papa Do's for my birthday. But it took, it took two people, my roommate and the person I was dating at the time, and they had to blindfold me and put me in the car. Outperform <laughs> me. They had, <laughs> And believe me, I was bitching the entire time. Y'all can't just tell me where I'm going. You know what, man? You're going to be really fun to, like, fuck with whenever we get older. I can't, man. Why is that? Wait. I can't wait. I don't know, man. I just can't wait. I can't wait to, like, I don't know, call, maybe do some kind of prank. I don't don't know, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. So get ready. (laughs) Get ready. Well, okay. So you like so instead of gifts, you're gonna be like, I'm just gonna scare your ass. Yeah. I'm surprised your just ass. Just want to let you know I thought about you today. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. And you know what? I'll be watching it all go down. I'll be drinking a beer and I'll set it right down on my belt buckle. No, oh god. I hope they don't make those things after this year. I hope that there's a recall, so I know I made the right choice. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. Speaking of beer, Jordan, hmm. do you want to get one? I do want to get one. You know what? This whole entire time, I'm going to let you know something. I, Your wife has trained me to the point where I just have anxiety until she comes in. So knowing that yeah. we made it through the first segment and she hasn't entered the room yet. It, like, it, <laughs> it, like, it, will, it will come. It, will it like come. inches up the anxiety in a way that like <laughs> doesn't... <laughs> She's too good. She's too. She is like the Santa. See, she's Santa. Yeah, but like, she's bringing you know, pain. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Santa after a divorce. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> Whose house right. is he going to deliver gifts to this year? Yeah. Moms or dads? Yeah. <laughs> well, the court says mom. So, yeah. oh. Well, I remember you know growing up, growing up Catholic, we had uh, it was. Um, it was Christmas and Easter, and the Easter Bunny was like, get you, like, what do you, what do you need for Christmas? The Easter Bunny would come around and be like, hey, man, I got you. So it was like, it was as if, like, Santa and the Easter Bunny were, like, divorced parents. <laughs> like, Easter Bunny's like, I saw he got you that stuff. I'm going to get you something to rot your teeth. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> so, cool. Well, yeah, so uh, we'll go down and get our drinks, and then we'll uh, come back and talk about this class. Listeners, you do the same, unless you are driving, of course. 
Which, you know, hopefully you're not. Hopefully you're driving a lot less. Because, you know, at this point, this is like a week or two before Christmas. Hopefully you're, yeah. like, yeah. chillaxing. Hopefully you got some break time. Right. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you didn't have to burn all that vacation time when you was in your house for COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start yeah. pronouncing it that way now. COVID. COVID. Uh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> sounds sounds like that friend in, in, in middle school that you don't see no more. Who you look at? Who you talk to? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seen COVID again? I sure did. <laughs> Dude, the best thing, man, I had a I had a buddy named Nemo in high school and it was when Bullshit. Finding Nemo came out. And we man, we'd walk around the hall and be like, Someone help me find Nemo and shit like that. It was uh, See you the you the you the people now. <laughs> when TJ Maxx first came out as a store. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like, if y'all don't shut up. Yeah. See, mine was always Michael Jordan. I'm like, I'm not fucking Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? But they were like, hey, jo- hey, Michael Jordan. Hey, Michael Jordan. It's like, stop, stop, stop. You know? You're like, you're not funny. Yeah, yeah. But then it's you like, your two jokes and, yeah. and you see minuses. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, you know, every fucking TV show and movie, the, the dude named Jordan's always a piece of shit. I'm like, man, bring back Michael Jordan. You know? So. I mean, yeah, I did just write a play with the Jordan in it is like, He's funny. He ain't great. <laughs> See, and you wrote that knowing me. Don't even Oh, is the that character my, just evolved? Just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. <Yeah. laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, I'll see All you right. in a minute. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. And we are back. We're back. For we a holly jolly holiday extravaganza. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah. ho, ho, ho. What you call me? <laughs> Anyways. So this week we watched Klaus, the 2019 Netflix film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Academy Award nominated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was, uh, you know, nominated for Best Animated Feature along with Missing Link, I Lost My Body, and Toy Story 4. Have you seen I Lost My Body, by the way? No, I have not. Jesus Christ. I have not. I've not seen. There's a, a dismembered hand that runs back to its owner across this. It's weird. Is that right? It is weird. But hey, hey, what can you say? It's a. It, it, it was up there. Uh, but uh, yeah, Klaus 2019 uh, Netflix holiday film with Jason Schwartzman uh, as the lead, with J.K. Simmons in here playing the the. The titular Klaus, mm-hmm. uh, Rashida Jones. We got Will Sasso, uh, Norm Macdonald. Uh, we got Joan Cusack. Uh, this is like a the cast was really really good, and, yeah, and no, it's a Spanish really. film. It's a Spanish film. Um, so yeah, it's a Spanish mm-hmm. film, but it's in English. Right, right. Uh, real quick before we get into that, uh, what, what are we are you, drinking? Yeah, what are what, what are you drinking, buddy? Oh yeah, so I got two things. I decided to do the do the the Jordan special. What you uh, got? So one, I got an O'Fallon vanilla pumpkin beer. Tastes just like pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and then I got myself a finger mm. of a black velvet toasted caramel whiskey. Black velvet toasted caramel whiskey. Wow. Wow. No, you, you you misheard. I got myself a finger, a black velvet toasted caramel whiskey. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> you say caramel? Do you say caramel for real? 
Or is that uh, if I care? Is that what? Uh, um, what do I say? I don't say the word often. So. Yeah, and when I do say it, I try to say it really fast. So it's like, I don't caramel. Yeah, I'm just, you know, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> do yeah. I say caramel? Caramel feels weird in the mouth. Caramel. You know what I do say? I, I, instead of cement, I say cement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Caramel, though, feels like I have caramel in my mouth when I say it. Yeah, but caramel feels like the. Yeah, because I say I'll say salted caramel as opposed to salted caramel. Salted caramel, salted caramel. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's one of those words where like, there's no right or wrong way. It just depends on how you want to say it. You know what I mean? Very true. Very true. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a uh, Tupps Brewery um, a Ugly Sweater Holiday Spice Amber Ale. Uh, it's pretty cutesy. Every single can, it's a different ugly sweater pattern on it. Um, Tupps Brewery, they also do the um, the uh, full-grown Jack and the full-grown Nick, those uh, holiday. Uh, so are they another brewery that you've been like leaning into recently? Because I know we were both on the Prairie for a while. Yeah, well, Prairie kind of, I can't, Prairie's not as easily found right now. I, I wonder if it's because most of their stuff is like summer stuff. Fall, I think so. I think it's because it's, because it's the sours, right? And sours mm-hmm. are just really hard to find in winter. Yeah. Yeah. No, these, uh, I've always, I've always liked these, these guys. I've always liked, like that, that the, the full grown, uh, man, uh, uh, beers, all of them are really good. They're just really, really strong. Uh, this one's not as strong, but, uh, yeah, I always, I always appreciate a daring, a daring beer maker or whatever, you know, make some weird shit. So, yeah. 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 Sure. Um, I'm sorry. I skipped over the drink segment. You would think after 35 sorry, episodes, hey, man, hey, I'd be better. It happens. It happens. 37. Yeah. What am I talking about? This is episode 37. We've done this 37 times. Yeah. 37. And I, for- and I done forgot. Well, you know, Sure, I'm sure. It was all that talk about missing joy. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I get it, man. Yeah, all right. All right, all right, all right. Santa. So, yeah. Uh, uh. She's here. No, she's got. Are you really that fucking nervous? (laughs) (laughs) I heard something creak in the background. (laughs) No, she ain't. What the fuck you think, Michael Meyer? No, dude. She's just like, you know how she comes in. She's here. Get the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) He said, she's here. You're so fucking nervous, dude. That's why you skipped the drink thing. Let's get this. Let's get this episode over real fucking quick. <laughs> She's here <laughs> with a gasp and everything. Oh, bless your heart, man. I heard the creak and I was like, "Oh no, it's time." <laughs> I'm sure she'll be delighted to hear that whenever she hears this. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Damn, she's striking fear in your heart a million miles away. Uh, anyway, um, this film, she's. <laughs> it's a game, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> no, you're fine. You're, I mean, it was. 
Tschüss. You know what? There you go. I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it. <coughs> okay. Oh, all right. Just let that wash over me. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, so this film <laughs> was directed by Sergio Pablos, who uh, he worked uh, uh, at Disney during the Disney Renaissance. So he did. He worked on films like Aladdin, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, Hercules, and Tarzan. Uh, um, and then he opened. He actually opened up his um, his own studio in Madrid and that's where this this movie is made out of in Madrid. And uh like I said came out to really good reception in 2019. Uh 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh it won a crap ton of awards actually British Academy Film Awards awarded it best animated film of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um and it won a crap the Annie Awards. I don't know what those are. Well, I have no idea what those are. Uh, it's, I think it's I, I think it has to do with uh, Lost LA, right? Mm. But it won like best animated feature, best character animation, best character design, best directing in a feature film, best production in a feature film, and best storyboarding and best editorial in a feature film, all from the Annie Awards. So That's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, and I will say from the jump that this movie has a very unique aesthetic. It does. One that does. Uh, that the the very first thing I thought was hell yes art direction come through. Come through our direction because it was so strong. Yeah, it was, um, it was. And and two, man, I think if I may, like, you know, we see these animated features, you know, getting nominated and winning, you know, awards all the time. But like this is this is a fucking Christmas movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like this is a very specific It's not only that, a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas movie that was released on Netflix. Yeah, so like I, I think that's pretty cool, man. I mean, just the fact that it was nominated for some of this stuff. Um. Yeah, really. I, th- I think it's really something special. Yeah, yeah. I will say that it had a limited um, theatrical release. I think that part of it was to get nominated for awards. Uh, you know, because this was before yeah. while they were still arguing about that whole does it count, does it not count sort of thing, right? Right. Which would um, be an interesting argument to have <laughs> now. They can't have that. I think that this yeah. year has changed that argument completely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, Otherwise, fucking the, Birds of Prey wins everything. Uh, um, <laughs> and, and yes, because uh, <laughs> nothing has tenant sweeps, right? Yeah, right. Um, anyways, but this movie uh, takes place, and I'm I'm unsure as where this movie takes place, but uh, I will say from the jump that uh, the humor in this movie reminded me very much of Emperor's New Groove. And and the fact that like it was slightly offbeat, the the way that the main character uh, delivered the lines was very much like Cusco, that sort of thing, right? Um, okay. Uh, at least I thought so. It yeah, remind- no, I haven't seen that uh, that whole movie, so I can't. Uh, what? Yeah, I can't really comment. Lord Jesus, scene. there's a fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna agree with you on that one. We well, that. people. We now know one episode for season two, um, Emperor's New Groove. But anyways, the movie opens uh, as a letter falls down. From, you see these, these piles of letters come in, right? 
And then on this letter comes a blue letter. Um, and they're all like, letters are the beginning of everything, blah, 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 blah. This story starts with one special letter. And then the letters get sorted through like this super elaborate system of mail. And there's all these mailmen who are like in these like buttoned up suits and they kind of look military-esque, right? Uh, and then the blue letter gets sent directly out. Uh, uh, it's pulled from the stack. It gets sent out uh, into uh, this one person's hand, and they run it outside. And then you realize that there is a royal post. There's a royal academy for for postmen, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny. And so, like, they're doing military uh, things, like they're doing sit-ups and passing packages back and forth, and like doing equestrian training and like all this like military stuff to be like the best postman they can be. Um, but, uh, the, it, the letters given to the post, uh, to, I guess, to the drill sergeant and the fact that the postman have a drill sergeant is funny. Yeah. Um, but he takes it to this tent where there's this person who's relaxing and there we meet Jesper Johnson, Johnson, Johansson. Yeah, John- we meet Jesper. Yeah. Johansson. I think it, I think it's Johansson. I think you're right. I'm gonna we're gonna say Johansson. I'm thousand percent. We just we hear Jesper throughout the whole entire movie, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But we meet Jesper, and like he's just lying around, and he's not taking any training seriously. And this is where I got the Emperor's New Groove thing is because they're like, oh, you've been called up to uh, to the the Postmaster General, and he's like, oh, yes, it's time for me to leave. Let me take one more look at this place so I can forget it. Yep. Okay, it's time to go. Um, but you come to find out that the postmaster general is his father. Uh, his father knows he's been purposefully trying to flunk out of the uh, of the academy, so that way he could do nothing with the rest of his life and live in the lap of luxury and not have to worry about anything. But his father punishes him by saying, "You are going to be the postmaster in." Smirinsburg, which is a little island to the very north of where they are, uh, and it sucks, and he has to get 6,000 letters delivered within a year, or he'll be cut off from the family fortune, and he gets sent off to Smirinsburg by himself, where he meets um, this uh, this uh, ferryman, yeah, this ferryman, who is sarcastic and hates all things and gives him a hard time just for like breathing. Um, he, and when he first gets to town, uh, he's like, where's the reception? How come no one's like saying, here's the new postmaster. And the ferryman says, go ahead, ring this bell, ring the bell. So he starts to go and he rings the bell and out of uh, nowhere from both sides of the town, these people flood into the middle of town. They start fighting. And at this point, I was like, what is this movie? Yeah, if this wasn't some Bloodborne, Dark Souls-ass shit right here. It was. I mean? It was. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? The, here's the thing. I was like, th- this town has like a certain, a certain Tim Burton-esque aesthetic. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, uh, you know, it, it's definitely like the, the forced perspective buildings and everything's kind of tilted and. Things are dark, but then you come to find out that there's two clans that live in the town. There's the Crumbs, and then there's the 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 Ellingbone, the Ellingbones, yeah. Um, and they have been feuding for centuries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been feuding for centuries to the point where the children don't go to school. Um, 
people actively do terrible things to each other all day. Um, and you find out how bad it is that the children don't go to school when uh, Jesper is running away and he runs into what should be the schoolhouse, but it's become the, the a fish market, right? The teacher, uh, uh, Alva, she was sent there five years previous to be a school teacher, but she's like, none of the kids go to school. Right. So what the hell am I supposed to do? So mm-hmm. she's been selling fish for five years to save up enough money to leave. And she's like, I'm almost there. Don't mess this up for me. Are you going to buy a fish or not? Um, and he's like, no. And she's like, well, then get out. Uh, you find out that the post office has been turned into a chicken coop. Uh, and that's where Jesper has to leave. <laughs> Shit. Jesus oh. Christ. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I need my earpiece. Oh, okay, hang on. Oh, God. And see, you were worried about me being scared. There's a reason, Jordan. It was, uh, it's only a matter of time before Jordan got mad at me for scared. (laughs) My side. Who's ready for some trivia? Hold on. I want to let you know something, Kim. Jordan was laughing at me <laughs> not 10 minutes earlier for how nervous I was <laughs> and how on guard I was. Can we just like rework your entrance? <laughs> can we, is, is, can is, we just can reflect we? on how high that first word was when you tried to say it the first time? <laughs> like... Man, bro, she can't, she threw paper all over the fucking place. It's my urgent letters for Santa. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, Jordan, I, I feel for you. I really do in this moment because that was genuine fear. <laughs> at the same time, even Lizette remember how scared was I was. Remember how scared I was. Yeah, but I don't even you don't. There. You don't. You don't. You don't live here. Like you. <laughs> It's literally paper all oh, over the man. floor. No, I was. I, I mean, I guess it's karma. You know, I was giving TJ shit because mm-hmm. he heard a noise and he's like, oh, she's here. <laughs> George. Yeah. Smearinsburg. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Minimize okay. any possible answer. Smearinsburg is based on a real town that was named Smearinsburg. What Scandinavian country was that town in? Only a multiple choice. Nope. It, there's only like three Scandinavian countries. Uh, wasn't it Ooh, Dutch? Ooh. Danish? <laughs> is is Denmark your answer? I'll I'll take a final answer. Yeah, sure. I guess. Eh, Norway. Mm. It was a whaling town. Which is like why. it was either Norway, Iceland, or Greenland. Yeah, I'll fuck that up. Well, you'll get him next time. TJ, Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman, what a guy, right? Did uh-huh. you know he started a band when he was 14 and that band was big enough to open for Incubus's 2002 tour? What band was it? Oh, I don't get no choices? Nope. Shit. You remember when I just asked movie questions? <laughs> there's one tr- with no multiple choice, I will add. Well, I guess some of those cards that have multiple choice. 
There is in this quiz one multiple choice and one true false. Okay. It's okay. not this one though. What's the name of the band? Um The Jason Schwarzeneggers. Incubus is 2002 tour. So that had to be like Morning View. Because then they didn't put out, it was like Brandon Boyd. I gave the answer that I'm going to give. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Well, fine. I'm fucking behind the music. (laughs) (laughs) Phantom Planet. Have y'all never heard of Phantom Planet? No. No. Wow. Okay. Okay. Never heard of Scandinavia either. Okay. Yes, you have. (laughs) Joy. Speaking of Christmas origin stories, what country brought us the tradition of the Christmas tree? This, this has got to be an easy one. I'm still laughing at how much you scared Joy. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm all out of sorts and shit. Um, dogs running all over paper and stuff. Um, what country gave us the origin of the Christmas tree? You gave us the tradition of the Christmas tree. It's like where it originated. It's know. European. Well, I mean, I figured that. Oh, okay. But, well, you know. I mean, oh, okay. I think I know. Hmm. Lucette is dying over here. She wants to give you the answer so bad. No, I know. I know. Is it. I don't know. Is it Great Britain? Germany. I was, I was like, you were actually really close with your with your first answer about yeah. being Dutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, all right, this one's, we'll see. TJ, J.K. Simmons voices a famous piece of candy, a role he took on in 1996, replacing John Goodman. What piece of candy cartoon character does he voice? An M&M. Which one? Oh, my God. Yellow M&M. Ding, ding, ding. It is the yellow M&M. All right. Ooh, All right, Jordan. Oh, look at me. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. Bring it back. Jordan. Yeah. We all know you leave out milk and cookies for Santa, so I may need to adopt the British and Australian tradition of leaving beer out for Santa. But the Dutch are largely credited with bringing Santa to America. What do kids in Denmark, Sweden, and Norway leave out for Santa? Is it... A, smoked salmon and crackers, delicious. B, rice porridge with cinnamon and sugar. Or C, a semla, I may not be pronouncing that correct, which is a cream bun. It's like a little cream puff. I mean, based on that you couldn't pronounce it, I'm going to go C. Eh. <laughs> it is B, <laughs> rice porridge with sugar and cinnamon. Man, she picked a word she can't pronounce just to throw uh-huh. you. I, no, I, I legit looked up a list of popular baked goods in uh, Scandinavian countries. Mm. That okay. similar sounds delicious, though. It does, though. TJ, true mm-hmm. or false? Klaus is the first animated film from Netflix to be nominated for an Oscar. True. That is true. It's also the fun. Netflix's first released animated film. Mm-hmm. Really? See? Mm-hmm. Even I don't know everything, guys. <laughs> George. Yeah. We all know Jason Schwartzman is part of the Coppola family. But what is we his do. I relation? I did not know that until today. 
Well, now we all know. What is his relation to Francis Ford Coppola? I know he's Talia Shire's son, but I'm fuzzy on the relationship between Talia Shire and Francis Ford Coppola. I'm going to go ahead and say... Is Talia Shire like the... Oh, well, yeah, I guess it would be because if his dad were the Coppola... I'm going to go ahead and say that he's his nephew. Yeah, he is. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, where are we at here? TJ. Mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons plays the strong and silent type in Klaus, but he's played lots of types over the years, yet he has only been nominated for an Oscar once. But hey, go big or go home, he did win. What movie was it for? Whiplash? Ding, ding, ding. All I love me right. some J.K. Simmons. You know, me too. Me yeah. too. We are at TJ has three. Jordan has one, but there's still time to bring it back. Okay. This is one of several Netflix originals to be nominated for an Oscar. Not counting Klaus. Name them. And the first one to not know one or get one oh wrong loses. We'll let Jordan go first. Oh, man. Um, Roma? Yep. TJ. Shit, that's literally the only one I knew. <laughs> God damn it. Um, um, I'm also counting their documentaries. Oh, uh, oh, their documentaries. Uh, oh my God. What's the one? Is that the 13th Amendment? The 13th? Ding, ding, ding. That is one. George. Cool. Oh, man. Um, it's just, for the record, it's just called 13th, but I will accept the 13th. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> and this is, sorry, this is just Oscars, right? Netflix Not... Originals nominated for Oscars. Okay, okay. Uh, shit. Oh, come on, I, I believe in both of you. I could come up with at least four of these before I actually saw the list. Yeah. Um, Pressure wasn't on, though, so I guess mm-hmm, not really a one-to-one mm-hmm, comparison. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just going through my head of like Netflix original movies. Cause like a shows it's like fucking, you know what I mean? Um, hmm. 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 And they, that's nominated across categories. It's not like right, specifically right. best picture or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, shit. That's a sound of the police. Yeah. I suppose that could have been an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. I can't. I can't fucking think of anything. Yeah, I concede. All right, TJ takes it. <laughs> we <laughs> we had Roma, The Irishman, mm-hmm. Ballad of Buster oh. Scruggs, uh, Mudbound, oh. Marriage Story, I Lost mm. My Body, On Body and Soul, The Two Popes. I forgot marriage. Story. I even said I even said I lost my body. Yeah, and earlier. I said I hadn't seen this. So and then and then uh, I forgot I forgot about what was the, the mud what mud whatever mud bounds with a uh, with a uh, um, Mary J. Uh, yes yes that movie I forgot that movie existed so well it does and it was nominated. Uh, there's the square. Varunda? what happened, Miss Simone? Winter on fire. Ukraine's fight for freedom. Thirteenth. Icarus, Strong Island, American Factory. American Factory, that was, you know, one to watch. 
Uh, I lost where I was in my list. Oh, The Edge of Democracy, Extremists, The White Hamlets, Endgame, Heroin, Period, End of Sentence, and Life Overtakes Me. Well, friends, this has been your edition of Trivia. I'm going to go pick up these letters and stamp them and mail them to Santa. Or I guess to Klaus. I just want my toys for Christmas. Can you blame me? <laughs> I don't know if you're on the nice list after that entrance, though. <laughs> yeah, I, was... I still am. Santa understands. Santa understands the game. Bye. to come up with a rule that she gotta come in the first half now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we can't be living this life. No, we can't be living yeah, this tense. Yeah, yeah. Did you fall? Damn. Question. Did mm. you fall off your chair? No, I did not fall off the chair, but man, it was, uh... The show sounded like you did. <laughs> up, dude. Yeah, no, that scared the shit out of me. That kind of... Yeah. I've never heard shook, you so shook, shook my gears loose, man. Yeah, I was all I was all out of sorts and shit. I kind of still am, but yeah. You said, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so as we were saying, Jesper, uh, Jesper has to get 6,000 uh, letters mailed in a town that don't talk to each other, right? Right. Um, and the children don't write, and the adults hate each other just because they just do, right? Uh, and then he finds this this little boy draws a picture of him, of himself, in a house, uh, looking all sad behind bars. And then he asks Jesper to like give him the, the the picture back, and Jesper's like, "No, I have to mail it to you. Give me a penny." And the kid's like, "Why do I have to mail you? Why do you have to?" Mail me my own picture. Can't you just put it in the mailbox? And I was like, yeah, he's right, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jesper takes the photo. Uh, he's he's sad that no one can uh, that no one will write letters. He finds out that there's a woodsman who lives at the top of this mountain. And he's like, okay, well, there's one more person I can ask to mail letters. Right. Uh, and so he goes up to the woodsman. Uh He's all terrified by the woodsman. He finds that the woodsman has all these toys in his shop and he's scared by them because some of them are like dolls that just look weird when lit weird and all this other stuff. And uh, he drops the, the photo, uh, the, the the picture that the boy draws, and the woodsman picks it up and sees a little sad boy in the, fo- in the, in the drawing, comes to town and asks Jesper to show him where this little boy lives and forces him to deliver this package. And to the little boy's house. And this is and he, he goes through the chim Jesper goes through the chimney and everything. And this is actually when I really appreciated this movie, when it starts this idea of like slowly layering on the um the traditions and the images of Santa Claus, right? Right. Come through the chimney, leaving a package in the middle of the night so we mm-hmm. get and, and then not being seen, right? All that's kind of laid in this initial gift giving thing. But this boy he gets uh he gets a a little toy frog and he sees that his picture of him sad is outside as well so he makes the conclusion that hey if i write letters and the postman gets these letters telling that i'm sad then i'll i'll get a toy he tells three people who then tell more kids right and the kids yeah. and he's like and the kids are like we want letters and he's like well you have to write letters and they're like we don't know how to write and he's like well you could go to school 
So the kids start to go to school so that way they can learn how to write, just that way they can write letters to to uh they don't know who they're writing letters to yet right mm-hmm. um just that way they can write letters and then alva she's all like i don't want to be teaching these kids right yeah i'm trying stop to stop fucking with out. my shit yeah, yeah. i'm trying to get out uh and he's all like oh but that's not why you, isn't that why you became a teacher to teach kids this whole entire time jesper is like manipulating people's emotions right and so um he's sitting there Telling her she has to teach the kids. The kids are like, okay, we, we kind of want to learn just so we can write these letters. But the, the thing that's starting to happen here is that kids from both sides of the feud are starting to hang out and go to the school together and stuff like that, get to know each other. Then uh, they they start to learn. He gets more letters. He's taking the letters to Klaus. Uh, he convinces Klaus to like, he's like, hey, we can do this thing where we deliver these these toys in the middle of the night. Think about how happy that one kid was. And Klaus was like, all right, I I will do that. I will do that. So he starts, they start delivering stuff every night. And uh, Jesper's the one who always has to deliver it. Klaus isn't really talking to him. Uh, And then there comes a day when um, the, 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 the cart is just too heavy for Jesper's one Clydesdale to pull. Right. And so, at first, Klaus is like, okay, we just have to bring less toys. And then Jesper's like, no, we just need, we can't bring less toys because that would just mean more sad kids. Again, this is all manipulation, right? Right. Uh, but then they decide that there's all these reindeer around. So they're going to go ahead and they're going to capture these reindeer and, and like connect them to the front of the, the cart. And then they have these team of reindeer. So they use that. And that's how we start to get like, oh, uh, Klaus has these reindeer, right? Uh, and then Jesper, there's this one kid who threw a snowball at Jesper when he first got into town, and he wrote a letter to Klaus, but Jesper gives him coal instead of uh, a toy. And the boy comes back and he's like, this is all, he's like, basically, this is bullshit. <laughs> I got coal. I wrote a letter. Where's my motherfucking toy? And Jesper's like, oh, no, you were bad. And the boy's like, he wouldn't know I was bad unless you snitched. Yeah. He's like, I didn't snitch. <laughs> He's like, he sees everything. He knows when you're bad. And when you misbehave, you go on the naughty list. And the, all the kids are like, oh, there's a naughty list. And then all of a sudden, the kids start doing super nice things in town and writing Klaus all these letters about all the nice things that they've done, right? Mm-hmm. All the while, there comes this little, uh, this little Sami girl um, who she speaks a different language. And she's heard about the toys, too. Uh, and Jesper is like really kind of dismisses dismissive of her because he can't understand what she's saying. Uh, but she, she, she waits for him, uh, to come back cause she really wants a toy. Um, eventually, uh, he takes her to the teacher, uh, who can speak her language. They write the letter for her. Cla- they build a special, uh, sleigh, right. Just for her. Um, and she she loves it. She absolutely loves it. Uh, and like you see you see the introduction of like her people, which are like they seem to be nomadic and they live out in the in the wilderness. And like her and her her father are having uh, a fun time with this thing. Like this whole sequence, right? So this movie progresses pretty normally about how like the town becomes better, right? Uh, these these feuding families they start to like 
help each other out and have cookouts and exchange like jams and pies and all this other cool stuff. Mm. Um, but then there's like this, this montage of like all this good, like cheer and happiness happening around town. Right. Um, Alva's dipping into her savings to buy things for the school, for the school and for the kids. Uh, you see her kind of like find her purpose again. Uh, you, uh, you see the kids playing with the toys. You see, uh, the neighbors literally cutting down fences and building playgrounds for all the kids to play on and all this other stuff. And this was like a, a really sweet, a really sweet moment. Like this, this section of the movie, at least I thought so. what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I really like this moment a lot. Um, you know, I mean, this whole thing of course being like, I mean, I, I, I was really into like the game that this movie was playing, like this origin of, of Santa and everything. Um, but yeah, no, this moment, this moment really worked for me. Yeah, and there's the whole idea of like one, one act of kindness basically begets another, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. which um, I think allowed the movie to transcend from being just a Christmas movie, right? Like, oh I mean, yeah, it is absolutely. That, but, yeah, yeah. It was just it was about like people learning how to be nice to each other, right? Right. right. And finding that like there's joy in being nice, um, but yeah, all the while um, the the clans, the strength of the clans is kind of dwindling, and people aren't fighting as much. Uh, and then uh, the crumbs and uh, oh, and he's getting more and more letters. He's about to reach his six thousand letter goal. Yep. Uh, but but Jesper's like really enjoying this, right? Um, mm. But he's he's still scheming the whole entire time, and he finds out that like, hey, you know, we're kind of running low on toys. I don't know what to do here. Uh, I have to convince Klaus to make more t- make more toys because Klaus is like, I don't make toys anymore, right? Uh, and he's like, well, he doesn't make toys because he doesn't have a workshop. So he finds this space in Klaus's house, which Jesper's all about the breaking and entering, being yeah. all day long. Yep. Um, uh, and oh, I forgot to mention that Klaus sees this wind, right? This like magical wind that tends to like point him in the direction of things he needs to do or ways or things he needs to or ways he needs to go. Like Ghost right? of Tsushima, yeah. Yeah, it is very much like Ghost of, Ghost of Sushi Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is like Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, and uh, so the wind takes him to where, to this new workshop and uh, Jesper's in it. And you see like behind this curtain, you see this glow and this figure that looks looks feminine, right? And Klaus is getting all like teary-eyed and stuff like that. And at this moment, I was like, oh, okay, he lost somebody. And he thinks he's seeing the person that he lost. And you find out that it's Jesper. And he's all like, hey, you know what, we're going to do one big push, one massive push to get all the letters and get all the kids their gifts. And it's going to be on Christmas. We're going to do it on Christmas. Uh, and, he, and he's like, look, this is where you build the wood toys. This is where you build things with cogs and gears. Um, and then he pulls down this tarp and there's in this tree, these little carved out wooden figures of mm-hmm. a big man, a little woman in these like seven or eight alcoves where you can tell, like, these other little figures were supposed to be, right? And Klaus, like, kicks him out. He's like, get out, get out, get out. Later on, Klaus reveals, like, hey, no, we were supposed to... Uh, we, me and my wife, uh, Lydia, we were supposed to... We, we moved here. I built her this house with my hands. We were supposed to have kids. Um, and we were... And I just started making toys as we waited for the kids to come. And the kids never came. And then she got sick. 
and then she died. And when she died, I lost a huge part of myself. Right. So those are all toys, like him giving away those toys mm-hmm. were him giving away the toys that were supposed to be for his children. Yeah. And I was like, God. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if I could uh, speak on this, on this moment, what, you know, again, this sort of being a, a Santa origin story, I mean, giving Santa this huge emotional, um, I mean, crux, this, 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 you know, this backstory, I thought, and giving us just enough of it, you know what I mean? Like, not too much. Um, mm-hmm. It really sort of, you know, like, because when we think about Santa, we think about, like, you know, I mean, the elves and I think, you know, North Pole and like the Mrs. Claus thing, I think is, you know, a relative when it comes to the mythos of Santa, Mrs. Claus is relatively new. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, there's got to be like some kind of like, pain from, from from there you know what i mean like i i remember thinking that as a kid like man isn't santa like lonely, lonely? yeah isn't it you know what i mean so so the fact that they that they sort of uh, introduced this i thought was was really special i mean it was it was it was heavy do you know what i mean um mm-hmm. but still but still passable for like a child for like a children's or a family movie i mean it does the thing that you know we say good kids movies do where it was heavy, but it's only heavy to those of you who get it, right? right? right. Like, this will go right over a kid's head, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, mo- like a younger kid. Like, when you're in, like, 10, 11, 12, you're going to get it. But, like, younger kid, you're not going to get this. You're not going to get this idea of, right. like, this extreme loss, right? You're just going to be like, oh, his wife is gone, which I almost feel like movies, kids' movies have trained you for as a child at this point in time, right? Yeah. Because there's just dead parents literally all over kids' movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Klaus is all like, you know what? I'll do it. I will I will help you do this thing for Christmas. We just got to start going. We got to get going. Uh, all the while, the Crumbs and the Ellingbows are really upset because they realize that their clans are gone. No one's fighting. Right? They, they, they're like this town. They, they want the fighting to continue. And so they form a truce, which I think is hilarious, the fact that they form a truce yeah. so that way they can they can fight later. Um, so that, but they need to combine so that way they can destroy the one thing that's like stopping them from fighting right now. And so they do that, they form a truce, they break into the mail room, they figure out that like, oh, he's trying to mail this uh, Jesper's trying to mail this many letters. And um, and so they they basically start a, a letter writing campaign and mail extra letters for him and get them shipped back mm-hmm. to uh, to the mainland, right? Um, at the same time, the the Sami girls, uh, her name is uh, Margu, Margu and her entire clan show up out of nowhere, which I'm like, how do they know where Klaus lives? Um, show up out of nowhere to help him build all the toys and help him get his, his workshop up and running. So they kind of become his elves and his helpers. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he, uh, so they start building all these toys and class is super excited. And then he's falling in love with Alva. Right. And you're starting to see him settle into this place that he thought that he would hate. Uh, and he's, he's like finding purpose in his life. Christmas Eve comes around and who shows up? Dear old daddy. Who's like, Oh, Jesper. Like, it's great that you mailed 14,000 letters. And Jesper's like, no, I didn't. And the crumbs and Ellingbells are like, Oh, don't be so 
modest. Like we told your father that you mailed all these letters and how you did all these things to basically get letters mailed. And of course, Klaus and Alva hear all this and they're like, you know, GTFO. Yep. Um, and then here comes the point where Jesper instead Jesper should have been at that moment. Like, no, like, I'm sorry, but he doesn't, he gets in the cart. He's about to get on the boat. And I love the fact that like his father realizes how sad he is. And he gives him this look like, like, boy, you better tell me everything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he does. And then you find out that Jesper's still there. He told his father everything. And his father's super proud of like the person that he's become, that he's owned up to his mistakes and he wants him to stay there. Um, and as Jesper is like telling all this to Margu, uh, he notices that the Ellingbows and the Crumbs are marching up the mountain to stop Klaus from delivering toys on Christmas Eve. And by this time, like the town is all happy. It's all decked out for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, they have skating. They, they have this like giant whale carcass that is decorated as a Christmas tree. <laughs> um, everyone's like, they're singing carols in the square. And it's just like literally like what? 20 people who are just pissed off that everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he goes up there and, uh, this and they're lowering the presents into the sleigh, uh, but of course Jesper's like, "No, I'm here to save the day, right?" And he gets in the sleigh and he's like, "Let's go!" But the but the um, reindeer aren't connected to the sleigh, and the sleigh starts to go backwards, and then starts the inevitable children's chase movie chase scene. Was that your Benny Hill? It was. But you know, I really like this chase scene. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's got snow and shit, so yeah. Uh, it's not only that. Hey, there's a couple things happening, both technically and um, story-wise, that I really appreciated. One is that uh, at one point in time, very early in the chase, the bag of gifts is torn, right? Right. So the gifts are flying out the back, and you see these two different reactions to it. One is Klaus, who's like, I don't care, right? And so you get this idea of like him being just completely done with the whole idea because Jesper's there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesper's like, oh my God, we have to save all these presents. Like each present is a package undelivered and that means a sad person, right? Yeah. And um, so he's struggling to do that and the whole entire time Klaus is all like, I don't care. I don't care, right? Uh, and then you you see these two feuding sides working together but still arguing. I think that the bickering between the Crumbs and the Ellen Bows is actually really funny. Uh, yeah, but, no, me uh, too. The uh, Tammy Crumb, the the oldest, what at one point in time she was like one down, one to go, and you could see uh, Axel Ellingbow start to open his mouth, and she says, "If you say who yeah. that one more to go is, I swear." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, stuff like that was really great. Right. But you know, they're going down the hill. Uh, Jesper is like working through his guilt trip. Uh, Klaus is like responding very little. Uh, and this whole entire time, these these families are feuding and they're almost dying and stuff like that. Um, and they get to this part where it is obvious that they are about to go off a cliff with this beautiful sleigh full of all these toys. And Klaus bails, right? Yeah. And Jesper, he he falls out too, but he's like holding on to the to the sled with like every last ounce. And Klaus just yells, "Stop, Jesper! It's not worth it!" Right. And in my head, I was like, oh, no, like Father Christmas has given up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
Jesper saves the saves the sled. The uh, the crumbs and the Ellingbows are like, oh, but this town was built on hatred and fighting, and that's the way it's going to be. You might think, like, what happens when the gifts stop coming? This niceness can't last, right? Mm-hmm. These, what happens when you stop bribing people? And I thought that this was actually a really good point in the movie. It's like this whole idea of because not in my family, but I do know families where parents would use Santa Claus as like a, a a tactic. Yeah, like you better be good all year and shit like that. Yeah, and like in March, be like Santa Claus is gonna find out. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think yeah. But what I liked about this moment. Um, and, and by extension, you know, this whole movie, it's just like, it doesn't have to be Christmas to like be, you know, a good fucking person, shit like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, to, to be a good person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but she's all like, you know, what happens when you stop bribing them? What then? This Like, they're just going to go back to the way they were because that's who they are. They're terrible people. We're all terrible people. We might as well just let us be terrible. And he's like, no, one act, one act of kindness begets another. During this whole chase scene, the, the, the Crumbs and the Ellingbows both have, like, these big old children, right? Axel has this big old daughter, and she's huge, right? And Tammy has this big old boy, um, and at one point in time, uh, the girl Ellingbow's about to fall off the cliff, and the boy uh, Crumb grabs her hand, and they have this moment, and they, like, lock eyes, right? And they fall in love. Yeah. And so, like, this is, like, the marriage of the Hatfields and the McCoys, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, then they take that, and the, the Ellingbows and the Crumbs are like, oh, no, stop it. And they're like, no, we're in love. And so that's like the – and they run off into the woods at the, at the end of that. And it's like, okay. Um, but then the whole entire time, Jesper's all like, okay, like we need to go get the rest of the toys. And he opens one, and he realizes that they're all, all full. Like all the packages are just chunks of wood, right? And he's like, how did you know that this was going to be fake? And Alva shows up with one of – uh, the Sami people uh, pulling um, a wagon, a cart full of the real toys. And she says, well, you know, when your kids in school start to talk about your parents doing, a, you know, sabotaging because of a feud, then you, you tend to listen. Yep. Um, so they swap out the toys and then they deliver them. And all the kids are super happy on Christmas morning. And then it starts this, like, beautiful denouement uh, in this in this." Uh, in this movie where they start to show how through the years for like the next 11 years, they do this and Klaus is getting older and Jesper and, and Alpha's family is growing and like their, their operation is expanding and more kids around the world hear about them and they have to think bigger, think bigger, think bigger. And uh, one day Klaus is out in the woods and he's cutting wood in the same wind, which at this point you realize is his wife's spirit, right? Mm-hmm. The same wind just kind of blows around him, and he looks up in the sky, and he says, I'm coming. And he just walks off into the woods. The wind surrounds him, and he vanishes. And it's yeah. just like, oh, oh, my heart. Um, and then Jesper can't find him, and no one can find him. And he's, like, hurt that his friend didn't say bye and all this other stuff. But... uh on Christmas Eve, and this this was the ending image of the movie, where on Christmas Eve he's like, um, he's like, I don't know how, I don't know where he went, and I don't know how, but all I know is that once a year, I get to see my friend again, and he puts down a plate of milk and cookies, and you hear the jingle bells 
of Santa's sleigh overhead. And he, he looks up and he smiles and like it fades to black and it's just like, oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What an end of day. That, that, I mean, especially, I mean, you know, I don't know. Once a year I get to see my friend again, just that, God, yeah, it was a, it was a really, really beautiful one. And then when it gets, I'm, I'm always a sucker for when we see the, the title card again at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you've been watching, you know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, shit. This heartfelt moment brought to you by yeah. Klaus. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was pretty effective. Yeah, I mean, overall, here's the thing. I think that the movie is beautiful, and the more I looked at it, the the more I was like, there are moments where Klaus looks like he's made out of wood in this really great way. Mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. I, how they got that certain art style to emote the way it did um, is really fantastic, and I, I like the fact that it is in the opposite of this. It's not overly cartoony. It's highly stylized. It reminded me of a picture book, right? Yeah. Like yeah, a really well-drawn picture book. Yeah. Um, and I love, like, the dark the dark humor. I love the, the line delivery. I thought the voice acting was fantastic. J.K. Simmons killed it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that the movie as a whole is so well-constructed. And I think that you're right. It does the rare thing where it becomes more than just a Christmas movie. Yeah. And the fact that it's not a movie about like changing someone's heart around Christmas, right? It really does become a movie about friendship and mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. being the better person and what does kindness look like as opposed to what is the Christmas spirit? It is what is kindness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is the right thing? Right. Um what yeah. is your taking taking responsibility for your life actually look like? Yeah, no, I, 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 I think this movie has a lot more to offer than just being a, a Christmas movie, um, which I guess in hindsight is, you know what I mean, the reason why it was, it was uh, uh, nominated uh, for, for, for all those things or for, up, up, up for consideration for all those things. I mean, it, it, it does the same thing. Like when you think of like a horror movie, you know what I mean? And, and like we're like, oh, watch horror movies on Halloween. But really horror movies are for like all year. And I feel like this tries to do that with a Christmas movie. You know, it's like, why, why can't we watch these movies with these sort of universal, like year round, you know what I mean? Like messages and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It kind of elevates the, the holiday movie a bit, you know, not since bad Santa have I encountered a Christmas movie where I'm like, actually you could watch this any, you know, any, any month of the year don't matter. And it's still, (laughs) it's still relevant. Bad Santa. That's a good ass movie, man. That's my, it's my, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Well, now you do. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, it's a question that I often have around what um, what kind of legs Christmas movies have. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like, after you've seen them once, right? Because Christmas right. movies fall into two camps where either they become a tradition or you've watched it once and you never watch it again. Yeah. That's true. Right? That's true. Uh, like in, in my house, the tradition is this movie called This Christmas, which has Chris Brown and uh, Loretta Devine and Regina King. Right? It's a stat cast. The movie's not that great, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it got to the point where my nieces and nephews would actively hide the DVD from my mom because <laughs> my mom wanted to watch it all the time. 
Yeah. Uh, they would hide the DVD, but I would buy it for her every year. And I'd be like, look what you got for Christmas. Another DVD of this Christmas. And they're like, TJ. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's what my mama wants. She wants yeah, to watch this movie. She... <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like we would, I mean, and, and then we'd watch and they'd quote it. And so I'd be like, yeah, shut up. You're having a good time. Right. Um, but do, do you think that this movie, I think that this movie is really good. Yeah. Is this movie a tradition movie? Uh, no, no, I don't think it is. And I, I want it to be, do you know what I mean? I really do. I just think the, the Christmas movie market, I guess we'll say, um, is so, um, like the time honored ones anyway, are like so specific and we're starting to get into like these like niche sort of, you know, like we have all these people being like, Oh, die you know, every fucking year, man, every fucking year we hear about, Oh, die hard's a Christmas, but it's like, yes, we fuck, I know. You know what I mean? Like we get it. You know what I mean? Uh, although everyone's sleeping on Lethal Weapon. I think Lethal Weapon is the premier uh, Christmas action movie. Uh, if you don't believe me, go back and watch that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't I, I, I don't. I don't think it is going to be a tradition movie. Um, because when I think of tradition movies, at least for around here, it's like, you know, suffice to say, the, 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 the more kitschy sort of, you know, Christmas overload... Like Jingle Jangle, tradition movie. This, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't, I don't think so. And do you think it's not going to be a tradition? I see Jingle Jangle being a tradition movie because of, you know what? I think I figured it out. Hmm. There's no, the music in this film is gorgeous. Yeah, but it's orchestral, right? And the one song with words, Invisible, I would actually say is the one. Um, slow part for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Excuse me. Yeah. And two, it's like just the, the setting and like the, like when I think of like Christmas tradition movies again, like, like I like super Christmassy, you know, cause re- realistically, especially with the kids, like, you know, you, you can only have so many moments with, with my kids being the ages that they are. It's like, okay. You know, maybe get like five, maybe six movies. Be like, hey, we're watching these movies together and stuff. But for the most part, man, they don't want to fucking sit down all, you know what I mean? For two hours, three hours at a time. So you really got to be picky and choosy. But I also like, and it's been a minute since I've seen it. But like, I think of movies like Balto. Um, mm. And those, those like, there's like snow and it's wintry, you know? And like, bike like by seasonal definition that would by the transitive property yeah it's like okay it's kind of and and i kind of loop this honestly dude i mean you know obviously santa origin story aside this for the for the most part this kind of had a feeling of a movie like that you know where it's like yeah it's all cold and snowy and shit but it's not like it's not it's not like oozing christmas shit you know um Mm, mm mm-hmm so that's what that's what kind of makes it a tough call. At least again, for 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 my house, no. I mean, I can absolutely understand someone being like, "No, this is going to be a tradition movie and stuff like that." Maybe this is a movie that you watch like, you know, after Thanksgiving, mid mid December time or something like that to kind of, you know, get you in the mood or whatever, but yeah. You know, this this feels like a movie that will be a tradition movie for those people who don't have kids. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Like, 
I could see myself watching this movie again because it's because of the themes of like friendship and kindness and like yeah. you know all those other things. But uh, and I like I said, the Emperor's New Groove. When I say Emperor's New Groove type of humor, I think those people who have seen it will understand that like it's the kind of humor that you get when you're older, right? Like once you hit a certain age and there's just a certain level of like knowingness about the world, the humor just hits harder. So to me, this is going to be a movie that's good for the 10 to like 14 year old. Yeah. Right. Because you have the rebellious kid going against the father. You have the scheming. You still have the heart wrenching stuff, which, you know, I think that that that's a huge part of this movie is like the heart in it. And, you know, the, the story between Klaus and his wife and their lack of children. So, like, you start to get some of that stuff out, um, you know, around 14 is when I started to look at movies and be like, oh, crap, that's really sad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so you start to get some of that stuff. It's not on like Pixar level sad. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't have to have like an emotional breakdown in the movie. Yeah. Um. But I think that I think that the if this becomes a movie that's shown often depends on the age of the children in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I agree. And I mean, you know, again, just the the, the tradition movies, you know, that is um, it's it's there's some heavy hitters, man, you know, and it's and it's hard to like dethrone those for I think I think for a lot of people. I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, the most, I think Elf is like the youngest, like, like tradition, like across households movie that I can think of. Again, I'm sure there, there might be others, but like Elf is the one that really come, you know, I mean, I, you know, in, in my neighborhood alone, dude, there's, there's two houses that decorate that have, that have Elf decorations right now. One of them Full is a disclosure. giant ass fucking in, inflatable of Will Ferrell as an elf. Full disclosure, I've never seen Elf. Well, I mean, you know, okay, watch it. I don't know what to tell you. you know what I mean? but, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and then yeah, sorry, I'm not one of these like, oh, you've never seen. It's like you know, whatever. I mean, there's you know, um, but and then we also have movies I feel like, like you're mocking me. Yeah, <laughs> just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Uh, and then we have these. <laughs> then we have these movies like uh, uh, fucking Christmas Story, you know, which like, dude, that movie is so fucking boring, you know. Like, I n- I never clicked with that movie ever. I never thought it was funny. I never thought it was cool. I never thought it was good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I I, I I'm gonna go on record and say like. If that's your thing, awesome. But for me personally, I just I, I don't get Christmas story, um, you know. And 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 but you know that's a that's a tradition that's a tradition movie for a lot of people. So you know this this idea of like tradition movies, it's it's a it's a you know like I say you got like you got like your fucking your handful or like your your set of ten or whatever, and you know they're they're time honored and and they mean something to you for whatever reason. There are people out there who Christmas story was was like. Maybe their parents' favorite favorite Christmas movie or their grandparents, whatever it is, and it means some of them, and that's fucking great. Um, but um, but yeah, I just think it's it's hard to replace those, um, and it's gonna take it's 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 gonna take some time, I think, before we see some new ones introduced and really uh, cemented or cemented, as you would say, uh, into um, into that 
<laughs> in, into that, uh, you know, compendium. Yep. I think you're right. I think you are right. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I think that this is one of those movies that hopefully like two, three years from now, it really starts to find its way and find where, where it fits in the rotation. Kind of like in the same way that I think that it took the, uh, the live action Grinch a couple years to find its way into the rotation. Yeah. Right. No, it did. It did. And I bro, think that the big th- the go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say even like Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol. To my knowledge, it's not a tradition movie over here, and like I don't know anyone who like watches that every fucking year. You know, right. and that was supposed to be fucking. That was supposed to be you know aces and shit, and it, it didn't click. You know, at least not to the level they wanted it to. Maybe. Right, right. You know, I think that it is. Uh, it is a. Uh where the, the the idea of a tradition movie has to be heralded by one person in your household. Yeah. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think that if you find somebody who clicks with Klaus, it will be a tradition movie. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, just and like in the same way that this Christmas for my mom and, you know, mm-hmm. some yeah. people for, for, uh, for a Christmas story, right? There's usually just one person in the house who really loves a Christmas story. True, let's be honest. true. And it's one of those things. And please, y'all, like you know, I'm not sitting here saying Christmas Christmas story is like a piece of shit. It just never clicked with me, you know. Um, That's exactly what he's saying. But I think, I think with Christmas movies, it's like people, you know, they they mean something different for different people, you know, and people find their own joy from them. And like, you got to be some kind of asshole to like, you know, knock someone's, you know. Christmas know, movie joy selection for this time of year, especially this year. You know what I mean? We can use all the all all, all the joy we can get. So um, for sure. And I just want to go again, if if I may. You know, everyone who you know who were around that time, man, memes and 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 people, you know, uh, well, hopefully you're not at any fucking parties or anything like that. People, you know, saying, "Oh, die hard, die hard, Christmas movie." Yes, we fucking understand it. Please stop it now. It's been, dude, <laughs> every fucking year, man, I met with these people and it's like, oh God, there's that one person who's like, hey, you know what my favorite Christmas movie is? Die Hard. Die Hard. And it's like, okay, man, you know, Gremlins is also Christmas, you know, but seriously, and also check out Lethal Weapon if you haven't seen it or if you haven't seen it in a minute, you don't see what I'm talking about, but yeah. Um, well. We, I will say my kid, my kid, again, my kids are younger. You know what I mean? So when, with movies like this, it's, 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 it's a little tough. I will say my daughter was, was, was more into it than my, than my son. Of course, my son's only three. So he was running around with his toy robots, banging them into shit. Um, and then, uh, but no, my, my daughter was into it. Uh, when it got, when it got to that big emotional moment, she was like honed in. And at one point her brother was trying to, uh, do something with her and she was like you know get away I'm watching this you know what I mean so she was she was into it so I think I think give it like a year or two you know what I mean uh, so and then it's really going to click yeah 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 so and we'll try it again I mean you know unless unless Netflix fucking you know blows up or something I, I don't know I mean you know we'll we'll watch it again you know Kim and I enjoyed our time with it um, you know as, as as adults and stuff I mean I think absolutely 
uh, this is a little worth a, a, a spin. You know what I mean? Like at, it's, at, it's at worth it, it's worth at least one watch, even yeah. if it's just like, hey, let's just watch some a new Christmas movie that we haven't watched. Before. Yes, and for that, even though we just got done talking about these traditions, because real talk, it is like tradition movies are they're hard to fucking insert a new one into that shoebox or into that whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the fact that it is trying something new is noteworthy enough. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What what do you rate Klaus? Man, I'm going to I'm going to give this uh 87 uh wooden jumping frogs out of out of 94. Okay. That's a good score. Yeah. 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 A really solid movie. The the it's beautiful. You know what I mean? It uh, is gorgeous. Art direction. So whenever I see these, especially movies, in 4K, Ooh. yeah, I know, right? Whenever I see these movies, um, TJ, that that we watch, that sort of do something new like that, that sort of, it's like you could just marvel at like the technical prowess and stuff like that. Um, it's hard for me to to like that that automatically like jumps them up. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. In, 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 in my eyes. And please, y'all, watch watch the credits in your movies. Like, acknowledge, acknowledge these people. You know, credits last, what, a couple minutes, three minutes tops, whatever. Like, show some show some appreciation. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rate this 92 uh, carrots slowly being stabbed into snow. Out of one hundred and seven, there's this there's this theme of this creepy little girl who just makes eye contact, who slowly stabs carrots into things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, the town was fucking creepy. Like I was getting serious like bloodborne vibes. It was um, great. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, cool. th- that's our third movie in our holly jolly holiday extravaganza. We have one more to go before we wrap up season one. Man, Kitchen. Can you man. believe that? Man, this start this started as a as a. It was all a dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. So we're we're recording our penultimate episode. Well, for for the first season, anyway. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, and you know, the, all of you who have listened throughout this season, thank you so much. We have already gotten some feedback about some of the things that you guys would be like that you would like to see in season two, and we have. And we to that we say that. Anchor is free and easy. You're terrible. For you to make a podcast. I'm of sorry. Your own. He's, he's Charles Barkley terrible. <laughs> Although Anchor is free and easy to make a podcast of your own. Yes. Um, but no, we are, we're listening to your, uh, yes. to your thoughts, to your concerns, to your wishes, to your hopes, to your dreams. And we are figuring out a way to apply those to our second season. We're hoping mm-hmm. to do a lot more in second season. Uh, I have some ideas. I'm pretty sure Jordan has some ideas. And we're going to take I the break. Nothing. No, great. I have ideas. (laughs) And then then we're going to take the break and we're going to put our our heads together and then we might have one full brain and then we will come up with a way to just make GMWKS better for all of you. But if in the meantime, between now and when we come back, you have any ideas, make sure that you email us at www.com. No, that's not right. That you email us at grownmenwks at gmail.com. Make sure that you hit us up on the social media, on the Instagram, on the Facebook, on the Twitter. Um, Make sure that you leave us a voicemail, right? We still have one special episode that we're working on that we hope to get out before the end of the year. 
yeah. at first I was like, man, we're gonna this won't be relevant by the time we release it. And I realized, oh wait, this will still be relevant mm-hmm. because of the way that the world is going. Yeah. So uh we're working on that special episode. Uh it might be something that we slide into your news feed before the end of the year, just so that way you can continue to hear our voices and hear some GMWKS love. Mm-hmm. Uh not to mention, Jordan, I'm gonna say this. What? I'm gonna say this before before God and everyone else. I'm going to miss just sitting down with you for two hours once a week and talking. Me too, man. I'm, I'm relieved. I thought you were going to call me out on some shit. But, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm going to miss it too, man. This is uh, – Even if it's just for like three, four weeks that we're not going to be doing it, it's going to be yeah, like – Yeah, no, it's going to be man. weird. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this time now? I'm probably going to sit in front, of my, in, in, in front of my computer at my desk and just, just talk anyway. Watch okay, We're just well, going to be talking anyway, just not recording it. <laughs> I was like, let's, oh, I'm, okay, this was to free you up to be with yeah. your family. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. you know, give love on Christmas Day. There you go. This okay. for you. Is that from that I movie? sang for you. Yeah, no, you that, that was not for anyone else. That okay. was for Jordan. <laughs> hey, man, you were thinking about me. I appreciate that. You're going to hold that over my head <laughs> for the rest of my existence. Uh, pull a prank on me. I was thinking about well, you. Well, <laughs> evident, evidently, I ain't got much to look forward to now that I'm getting older. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I said that. That was totally on me. Existential um, crisis TJ is what they called it. And so, <laughs> Well, on that note, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, uh, make sure God. that you're taking care of each other. Make sure that you guys are being smart. We understand that you want to see your friends, your family, but please make sure that you are doing it in a way. Yeah. Make sure everyone is healthy. Um, and be kind. Please. God damn it. Be kind. Yeah, stop. Be different. Be time, nice. Yeah, yeah. Everyone want to run around, you know what I mean, this time of year, being all like, oh, I just love people and I just love the season. And it's like, it should always be the season for love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here with that, you know, just Christmas shit, spirit of Christmas, you know, should be the spirit of humanity. Hallelujah. Ooh, preach. You better preach. Yeah. No, speak a word. Speak a word today. Anyways, <laughs> no, I'm done being sacrilegious. Um, yeah. And of course, even in the cold, cold winter, remember, stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And we will join you back like here a, next like week for our last episode. Yep. Okay. Well, I didn't know about all that. Uh, I don't get too close to the fire <laughs> like, like Jordan wants you to. But if anything, we will join you back here next week for the last episode of season one of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. Yeah. Hey, and guess what? If we haven't said it yet, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Happy holidays. Was that from that movie? Merry Christmas. No, this was from... NSYNC's Christmas album. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember anything with NSYNC. Although, wow. I did used to sing crazy. I used I used to pretend I was in the group, and I used to sing crazy. I lie awake, and I, I drive myself crazy. Drive myself crazy, thinking of you. <laughs> can, 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 can I, can I, wait, can I, no, no, go back. Can I get that you again? Can I get that? <laughs> <laughs> My mom, my, my mom and dad were walking. What the fuck are you doing? Hey, nothing. Get out of here. <laughs> so I used to, you know what? Here's the thing about that album. I used to, mm. I used to uh, prescribe to that whole like if you play something in your sleep, you wake up knowing it, right? I've um, never heard that before, but okay. Really, like people who try to learn foreign languages, they'll play like a recording of the foreign language in their sleep. Oh, okay, okay. I think right? okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get and you. And so. Yeah. 
I used to, I, I really wanted to learn NSYNC's cover of Sailing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so there was one three-day stint where I put it on repeat on the CD player and went to sleep. Shoot. The third day, my mom was like, if you play this song yeah. <laughs> one more goddamn time. But I know the song. It's not far back for sanity. Lisa's is not for me. And if the wind is right, you can sail away. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions podcast network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.